I mean, so you reduce it uh, just to kind of bring it together. I know we have a lot more, but just to kind of recap. So you'll have a hundred thousand dollar income, yep. and then you buy a truck for fifty thousand, and then you write off all your utilities, and then you write off your miles, and then you write off. So you keep writing stuff off. Everybody, to generation. <laughs> Today we are going to be talking about the funnest topic in the world: taxes. Taxes. Oh, we are not. CPAs or accountants. Disclaimer, so, disclaimer. Disclosure, we are not <laughs> professional <laughs> tax guys. So take everything we say with you a grain of salt. To, you did go to tax school though, right Dylan? I did go to tax school. <laughs> <laughs> you are an accountant, right Carlos? <laughs> I, 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 did do, uh, I did do taxes for a lot of people and businesses. But, but no, don't take our stuff because that stuff does change on an annual yeah. to like administrated uh, administration basis like it changes very frequently so like yep. staying on top of it and having a good accountant so like the stuff that we're going to discuss today is really just like it's been around I know, for don't, years don't, don't. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been around for years and years but it, but it is going to change it has changed through different administrations so yes yeah all right so to start yeah we're gonna talk about write-offs stuff you can write off in your business we're gonna talk about depreciation. We're gonna talk about a bunch of other things. Everything, all the strategies we use in our business, and we're gonna tell you. So first off, we're gonna play this little game where everyone's gonna go around and talk about stuff they write off, and it might surprise you with some of the things that people that uh, that we say that you might not think about in your business that you can write off. For real estate, a real estate business. Real estate, yeah, real Correct. estate uh, specifics. Okay, so first off, I'll go first, and it's the probably the easiest one, is uh, your interest, taxes, and insurance on any rental properties you have. So anything you're paying on interest, taxes, or insurance, you could write it off against the income you get for that specific property. All right, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Uh, so section 179, you can write off your entire vehicle purchase price if it's over 6,000 pounds and qualifies in your state. So basically, you buy a $50,000 car, guess what? You get to write off $50,000. Okay. Carlos, what you got, Carlos? All right, so I'll add to two pieces just for more clarification. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the tax, interest, and insurance that you mentioned, uh, that's true in its entirety for rentals. Yeah. For your personal property, you can do that as well based on the size of your office space that you use for your business. Yeah, okay. So if your office space takes up 25% of the square feet of your house, then you can write off 25% of that. Okay. I mean, you are going to take advantage of it on your personal side too, but like you can use it as a business expense. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then for yours, you can also depreciate it over time. You so you can take it in full, which I think most people do in our industry, but you can certainly depreciate it over time too. So whichever one works to your benefit. My accountant just asked me that. He was like, do you want to do the depreciation? I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> oh, and also one other thing, and when we're talking about write-offs, it's deducted from the amount of income you make. So if you're making $50,000 and Daryl's saying he buys it on your tax return after all the other expenses, you're making 50000 Daryl goes and buys a truck with the one, uh, section 179 
and it's worth forty. Th- he pays forty thousand for it. Now you're only paying taxes on ten thousand dollars in income. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is my income after yeah. all the expenses. Yeah, and yeah. you did that. I did that last year. And, and to be clear, it doesn't matter when you buy that vehicle. It can be December twenty seventh, twenty eighth, and it still counts for the whole entire yeah. ride. I think we bought ours on the twenty sixth. Yeah, so <laughs> we got ours in end of November. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so. Uh, for me, I'm going to mention uh, depreciation. Okay, good. Uh, nice. So depreciation is, uh, it, I'm going to get into some detail about it, but basically you uh, buy a property, the property, it, the, the way that the government looks at it is there's land and then there's a building, there's something that's on it, and <clears throat> the government ends up splitting that up. So say the building is a small house and they say it's assessed at like $75,000 and the land is $100,000 because it's in a nice spot, then they're going to split that up and only allow you to depreciate the $70,000 building. They're not going to allow you to depreciate the land at all. So who determines the value of that building? Is it just whatever it says on the tax records? Is it the tax assessment? I think no. Or is it a percentage of... Your total all-in cost? No, it's not, it's based on your basis. It's based on your cost basis. Okay, so let's nice. say you're all-in for $100,000 on a property that's... Appraised at that, $200,000. Yeah, let's say it's appraised at two hundred. How do you figure out how much of that 100000 is based oh, for your land. land? Yes, so so for the land purposes, it is it is based on the government. Okay, oh, and what, what the tax say. records and say. what the tax records say. Yeah, because oh, because in my day when I would try to separate the two, that's exactly what our uh, what the rules would be is okay. to go to the, that county wherever that county was, yeah. go to their that county site, figure yeah. out what the the split was, the percentage, right? It. So let's say it's it's assessed at two hundred yeah. um, on your tax rate, or on your let's say it's assessed at one hundred, but or two hundred and your all-in basis on the property is 100, right? It goes off the county assessment. It goes off the county assessment, but let's say the land on the county assessment is 50,000. Does that mean you take 25% of your 100,000 basis? Does that make sense? Because 50,000 divided by 200? No, it's it's never a percentage. It's it's the flat amount of what the land is recognized. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. so whatever that amount is, I mean, if, if for whatever reason there's a bunch of developments and, and the tax assessment for the, your piece of land goes up, I, obviously it, once you, once you buy the property, yeah, it's set, right? Like once you buy it, there's closing docs, the closing happens. That's when the assessment okay. is valued. Okay. Gotcha. But going forward, it never changes. Even if you bought in, in our area, for example, like short pump, you bought a long time ago, 15 years ago, it, the value of land was less, and now it's all of a sudden a million dollars for an acre. Yeah. Well, you bought when it was only 150000 So it doesn't change. It okay. doesn't change. Okay, gotcha. It doesn't change because think of it as this. It's like a snapshot of the day that the transaction happened, right? That's cool. And it's the value of the land and the value of your asset of the property. Right. Okay. It's the same thing with like depreciation, and that's why I wanted to break so it up. So today, you get your property tax assessment. Doesn't matter. They base it, it doesn't matter. When you it's it. when it when I okay. bought it ten oh, years really? ago. That's because cool. what they do is, I'll give you a really simple example. Uh, say for example, I bought a house full retail as a rental for three hundred three hundred seventy five thousand dollars. Yep. Let's say for example, the land that it's on is a hundred thousand dollars. 
the value of the, of the building, of the structure, is $275,000. From that moment forward, I get zero depreciation on the land, and I get 27 and a half years of depreciation on that building. 275. 275. Okay. So now I can depreciate it. Uh, 10 grand a year. 10 grand, 10 grand a year. Grand a year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So now I can depreciate it 10 grand a year until it runs out. That's Again, awesome. it doesn't matter that if in in the year 25, you still get a 10 grand. That building is worth $1.5 million and the land is worth a million. It doesn't matter. Okay. It stays as a snapshot the day that you buy it. Now, what if you refinance? Does that change any of it? Uh, no, I don't think that it does. Okay. Because so I, I, I think that all it does is it changes just the terms of your loan. You still own it. Yeah. It's not like you've transferred ownership. So for us, that kind of stinks because we're buying them at a 50% discount and now we're getting the yeah. tax credit at a 50% discount. That kind of... But hey, I mean... But it is what you some, put into it, so it's not correct. like... You're yeah. still getting a deal because you have it at 50% of what you, it's worth. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Sorry, went down a rabbit hole. So, yeah. <laughs> I, so I was just asking for myself because yeah. I was curious. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I, I figured I'd ask an accountant. Sure. So. <laughs> so that's depreciation. All right. And uh, how, uh, how long can you depreciate a commercial property? Uh, how many years? 39 Damn. and a half, right? I think it's 30, not 39. Yeah, I think yeah. it's 30. Don't quote us on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pretty sure it's 39. Google it. And a half. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another one I want to bring up is repairs and maintenance on rental properties, but also I want to bring up capital expenditures as well. Yeah. There's two different yeah. columns in that. Nice. So repairs and maintenance, at least for me, is a little toilet needs to be replaced or little leaky faucet that needs to be replaced. You yeah. write that off in that same year. Write the whole thing off. Now, uh, you're supposed to, if an HVAC goes out or if a roof goes <laughs> leaking, you have to replace the whole roof, the whole HVAC. You're supposed to add that to your, you're supposed to depreciate that over a longer period. And they have different schedules for yes. each yeah. different thing. Um, what I usually do is I just add it to the basis of the house sometimes. Like uh. it's a $6,000 roof, a roof replacement. I'll just add that to the basis of the house, depreciate over what Carlos was saying, 27 and a half years. Yeah. Um, nice. Obviously there's probably more tax favored ways to do it. I just, I guess I don't keep good enough books to keep track of I'm Each taking off yeah, 1,000 yeah. year. Uh, but, and then for the repairs, anytime a tenant calls, anytime anything happens, you send a contractor out there, lawn maintenance, um, they go out there, you can write that off against your income. And yeah. boom, you're paying less in taxes. Nice. And anything to add on to that? Uh, yeah, so there's there's uh, there's expenses and there's capital expenditures. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like that's kind of what you were bringing up about like replacing a roof, replacing an HVAC. Those type of things you can depreciate um, if you decide to or you could take it as a lump sum. Or you could How? write it off of your income, right, on the property? On the same year? As an expense. I don't yeah. think you're supposed to, though. Say you're making a thousand bucks a month, twelve grand a year, and you get a bad roof, cost you six thousand. Really, you only made six thousand dollars this year. Yeah, you're not you're not supposed to. You're supposed okay. to do it over a certain amount. Over a certain yeah, amount. yeah, because okay. it's not a repair. It's gotcha. A, it's yeah. a bigger it's ticket a, item. It's a it's a capital improvement. Well, it's that's why we're doing it so we can. Yeah, more it's details. an improvement to to keep the sustainability of the asset gotcha. type of thing. Whether it's like major electrical, major plumbing, roofing, yeah. HVAC. So like integral parts of like the structure as a whole nice. would be like a capital improvement. Driveways, stuff like that, that like help the accessibility of. 
is capital expenditure. Otherwise, pretty much everything else. I mean, you can you can to your point, you can write off lawn care. You can write off oh, yeah. pet uh, uh, pest maintenance. Yeah. You can write off. I mean, you're not going to do it just to have an expense because there's other ways of writing it off. But of course. But yeah, but well, you, those you, are normal things that you yeah. get done to your houses, anyways. I mean, right. I get my yeah. grass cut at most of my rentals, and I yeah. charge them for that. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yep. You, cool. So next? next, I got conferences and education. Ooh, I, I so, didn't even have that. Yeah. One. yeah. So, <laughs> that's a huge that. one. Invest in yourself, and yeah. it's a write-off. Yeah. So basically, we all go to how many conferences? A mini conferences yeah, a year. Yeah. We take classes. Yeah. Y'all are in Ring Elite, which yeah. you pay per month every month yeah, to yeah. get to write that off. Yeah. So why not write off something that benefits you in education? And also, plane tickets and hotel stays on the way to that conference. I believe you can write off the whole thing. You can. You yeah. can write off the whole entire thing. Yeah, so you go stay in a it's hotel. Like a Say yeah. our, like our conference when y'all went to New Orleans yeah. for the bigger pockets, you get to write off your yeah. airline tickets and your hotel. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would recommend a lot of people do that because your biggest value and your biggest asset is you. Yeah. Now, uh, how how soon can you start writing that off? What do you mean? It's almost like your question. So, yeah. so say you say uh, you're an investor. Yeah. You you want to be you're an aspirational investor. But you haven't quite done a deal. You're not making money, but you all of a sudden have spent. I mean, we've heard of stories. Thousands. Of people, yeah, tens of thousands of dollars. But like, say on a nominal scale of like seven thousand dollars in education, can you write that off, or is it just a hobby that you want to get it? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, so there's. I think there's like a gray area there because how do you define it? Just being a hobby versus. Because there's a lot of over-analyzers out there. What is it, analysis paralysis? Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many investors I've met that have that, and they go to all these classes that we go to, but have never done a deal. Yeah. Not that they don't want to do a deal, they just over-analyze it, and in today's market, it's gone before they ever yeah. got yeah. done analyzing. Especially nowadays. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but that's a, so. that's a good one. Education, anything yeah. education-related to the field that you're doing. And, and that's not just real estate, but that's, it's in not any, that's any field. Yeah, yep. that's any field. What you got, Carlos? Um, all right, so... Oh, Carlos is the loser? No, 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 1031, 1031, 1031. Okay, 1031, nice, please elaborate. <laughs> um, so section 1031 uh, is a, a section of the tax code that allows you to um, defer capital gains uh, for a later date, right? So. It's you buying a property, making improvements, keeping it for a while. I think there are some, not limits, but there's some rules that you have to follow for how long you have to have it for. I think it's yeah, one year. year. Yeah, yeah one so year. you keep it for over a year, and um, basically you keep it as a rental, right? Yeah. As a business operation, and then you unload that property. You decide to sell that property. During the process of you selling it, you do have to disclose that you're looking to do a 1031 exchange so that does have to be outlined so that the buyer knows that the process of the closing might be slightly different and might take slightly longer for it to happen because you're looking to do that exchange yeah and then how long do you have to identify the next property i always forget so it's 45 days to identify and then 180 to close 180 to close yeah 180 to identify did you you know those numbers yeah Yeah. and and now the good thing about the 1031 is you get to roll all of your profits now that's the tricky part is all of your profits have to roll to your next deal all of them 
All of them. I mean, not Dylan, one thousand, not two thousand. Yeah. You don't get anything. Dylan yeah. probably you can't you. even touch the money either. It has to stay in a separate escrow. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Which which the bank, the title company, controls. yeah, or the attorney. Yeah. Usually, it's, attorney. I think it's there, like a third party. Third yeah. party usually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you could probably elaborate a little bit more on it because I've never done or considered a ten thirty one, but you looked into it a little. Yeah. Bit. So I'm I was selling a property in Petersburg, um, and I was making about an eighty thousand dollar gain on this property. And I was looking at the 1031 and if I should do it or if I shouldn't do it. Um, if I did do it, the reason I decided not to is because I would have to take that full 80,000 and put it as a down payment on another property. So I would, yeah. the reason why I didn't want to do it is because first off, it'd have to be a huge property that I buy if I'm putting 80,000 down. Yeah. I'd only want to put 20% down on the property. Yeah. Um, Could you refi that out at a later date? Yeah, so I think you can. I think it has I, to I be a know, certain amount of time. It though, might be a I certain believe. amount of time. Yeah. If that's the case where I could refi it right back out, I wouldn't mind doing that. But for me, I'd rather use that like part pieces of that 80,000, 20,000 here for this property, 20,000 here for this property. 60%. Yeah. But also long -term it's long-term gains. gains. And right now I think long-term gains are probably the lowest they'll ever be anyway yeah, at yeah. 20%. Or they are. Yeah. It will, with the tax bracket after all these write-offs we're talking about, I'm probably paying like 15. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the negative tax bracket. Yeah. So that's they also, so he, he gets some of our tax return money. <laughs> So, that's also something to consider too, since I don't think I'm making that much this or this year because I'm not selling that many properties on short-term capital gains. Yes. I decided no, I'll just take that gain. Yeah. Now, someone like me and you, Carlos, we're gonna have to consider 1031 because yeah. we do enough flips to where we don't want much more income. Yeah, yeah, like uh, some of my assets, some in my portfolio. I mean, the, the gains are either they're either fully paid off or there's close to $200,000 worth of equity. So like yeah. in those situations, I'm not looking to get hit. Same. Yeah, you know, what, $60,000? Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a hard hit. And, so. But now the d downside is when you do a 1031, now you have to find a property that's worth more than yeah. $200,000. That's sure. hard. Yeah, but, but it also doesn't have to be though. If it's not, you just take a percentage of whatever uh, is less. Oh, okay. yeah. gotcha. Isn't that right? What do you, what do you mean? So you don't you have to find a greater, it. more expensive property. You just have to, you have to pay taxes on what you don't use out of that game. That's what I thought, but okay. maybe I'm wrong. So if I'm selling, if I'm making a, if I'm selling a property for two hundred, but I'm yeah. buying a hundred fifty thousand dollar property, I can only, I have to pay taxes on twenty five percent of my gain. Yeah, but okay. maybe, maybe I'm wrong though. It, it, I from, from remembering like reading it, it was like yeah. or greater. See, that's what I thought. Like to get it, greater. but to get it completely wiped or completely sure. deferred. Yeah. To pay completely deferred. Yeah, but I guess we'll have to. Hey, in the comments, if you know the answer, put it in the comments down below. <laughs> yeah, see who's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's like or greater, but I don't know. Like, but but that's kind of a strategy for me because I do want to get to a bigger like a bigger asset class. Yeah. So like in a way, like I'm kind of keeping that as like an account aside, yeah. so I can then cash out million dollar money. apartment complex. Exactly, so and then I have two hundred thousand dollars for a million dollar building. Yeah. Right. So like now you're twenty percent, just like Dylan was saying. You don't want to put much more than that. So yeah. Now there is your twenty. Exactly. So I'd rather do that kind of rollover mm -hmm. than like have the cash and then like be emptied out. I mean, cool. can I get cash somewhere else? To add to my two hundred, sure. Of course. You can always combine. Yeah. But the the oh the the one other tricky part is 
um, that you can't like commingle funds from or to or 1031. Right, so if you have a property in your tax entity, mm -hmm. the money has to be transferred to another uh, asset that's going to be owned solely by that. By that so you can't partnership. No oh, partnership. okay. Oh, really? That's, well, I so didn't know have, that part. You have to have it in full. In so these people, ten thirty one apartment buildings, they own those out like that are keep moving up. They own those outright. For them, I think that they're they're doing something where. I don't know how they're doing it, but I think that there's yeah. some sort of like trick yeah. that they're doing. But it that could just be that that LLC to. and now they're changing yeah. their operating agreement to include and it could, the it could be it. Or when they bought their first few, they were together already and they just keep moving. Correct. Together. That could be the case. Yeah, too. but that, I do know that that's yeah. something that kind of handles oh, okay. a lot. So if you buy it in XYZ LLC, your next property needs to be bought by XYZ. Yeah, LLC. we couldn't all bring together 1031s and buy something okay. bigger. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. interesting. You got Dylan. All right. Oh, um, and then the other thing, I'll add to the 1031. Um, so I mentioned deferring it, right? Yeah. We all want to defer it for as long as possible, but you essentially defer it indefinitely uh, until you die. You sell it. You sell it, or or pass. you pass, and then when you pass, stepped on up. stepped up basis. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you you buy a million dollar building. The rich, that richer, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that could easily change in the next couple of years. It I could. Mean, Biden administration talked about changing that stepped-up basis. Uh, yeah. So the reason I don't think that that would happen is because there's a lot of money behind That's true. That. Oh, there is a lot. I mean... They can talk about it, but let's be real. Yeah. The people imagine, that are behind it are very powerful. Yeah. Imagine yeah. how much money would get lost. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. by that. Right. I mean... So I, many. I, Lawyers, I, judges. I would, I would pay... What? I would pay up to close to 10% of my net worth because I know that I could lose it all. Yes. And I, you would probably do the same and so would everybody else. And we could uh, like that. manipulate things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we could persuade people yes. in a certain direction just to avoid. And imagine the people that are 10 times more powerful than we are exactly. are behind not doing that. Exactly. Yeah, we could probably have our own video, whole video about 1031. Mileage. So, is that what you're going to use? Uh, no, oh. that's a good one, though. <laughs> so, every time you drive your car, keep a mileage log. If you're using it for business, you can write off 60, is it 65 cents it per changing. mile? Yeah, know. it changes it's every changing. year. Yeah, every year. <laughs> um, between 56 and 65 cents, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, you use an app on. to control your Yeah, mileage? my IQ. Same. That's the best. Except yeah. it sucks because I've it's it was like locations <laughs> off only when using apps. So like the last like eight months I wasn't recording my mileage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm paying sixty bucks for this app. <laughs> I forgot to turn on the location. <laughs> now um, so you do mileage. Yeah. yeah, and you could so you could either choose one or the other, right? Yeah, one so, or the other, mileage or gas, gas receipts. Yeah. yeah. So what do you got? So it's like maintenance and gas. Yeah. So you can do that, or you can do uh, mileage. mileage. So with you, yeah. since you are always going to the dealership with your truck and fixing stuff, you'll probably <laughs> cheap. <laughs> well, I had, do, you, do you guys know what you took on this last tax tax return? Uh, yeah. So for me, it was gas. It was gas. It, yeah. It, yeah it was See, gas I took mileage. Gas, you did. Gas yeah. and maintenance. What I See, I might switch it this year's to gas and maintenance. My, I keep log of all of my gas receipts too, and my mileage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent uh, I spent a lot. I spent a lot. Uh, it was like seven thousand yeah. dollars just in gas last year. And I think it's, it should be different because 
mileage for your car, little yeah. Toyota is way different than my truck. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, so why like, would we get taxed the same on mileage? Yeah. Well, I guess that's why you got to choose between the gas yeah. and the Because yeah. my mileage. gas probably adds up way more yeah. than my mileage. Yeah. And then I'm, so. I'm paying for brakes. I'm paying for tires. I'm same. paying for a bunch of stuff that... Yeah, it's very different on your car than it would be, say, for my car. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so the yeah, tires you on your interest. car is six hundred bucks versus yeah. the tires on ours. I don't know about you, but I'm getting new ones right now, and it's fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah. For but, basic uh, tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it adds up. It adds yeah. up for sure. I D. Nice. So materials for future projects. So Ooh, last year, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. So last year, I had four projects in the works. And everybody was talking about how everything was going up at the beginning of 2022. So I went out and bought appliances for all four of them. (laughs) I bought all of this stuff to make sure. Did you use all that? Oh, I've used all of them. You've already used all the appliances? All the appliances. I bought lights, vanities. I bought faucets. I got a whole stack of them in my garage just because I got a good deal and I was afraid it was going to go up. All right. So so just for clarity, you bought a bunch of materials that you were going to be using yes for the following year but because you spent it you you bought it, it in, in 2021 that, i got the right off the year before you got the write off in full yep as, as you supplies. had used it on the project correct yep just and that's a, not that's not like a cheat code like you're not like doing something funny that's an actual that's thing. a real thing you can have supplies for your future projects and things like that yeah that's a good one yeah yeah i didn't think about that yeah what you got carlos um I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm running out of stuff. Uh, I still got a few more. Alright, so I'm gonna say uh, uh, personal expenses, for example, or personal like utilities, for example. Ooh, on uh, rentals. On rentals. No, no your, your personal person. house. That's a good one. Oh, if you're using it as an office, you're talking. About. Yeah, if you're using oh, okay. it as an office. Yeah. 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 Like an internet. Phone. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. only if you have a home office. If you don't have a home office, you can't do that. And now, some of these things are LLC related. Like you have yeah. to have an LLC in order to write off a room in your house. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. have to have an LLC to write um, off your phone. Bill. I don't know. I don't know if you need to have an LLC to write a room. Off so I believe office. you do, unless you're unless you're considered working from home. I think. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. Um, I think there's rules to that. But yeah, so I'm I'm able to write off my car insurance. Yes. Because I'm usually in my car working, right? So. Car insurance, uh, car payment. Well, I guess car full. Full, yeah. Um, cell phone, Wi-Fi, yep. um, utilities. Yes. For my house. I mean, just a Your lot office. of like, yeah, yeah, for my office. So just a lot of like the things that you need on a on a day to day basis. I'm writing them off either in full or in large yeah. part. And that's the benefit of what we do because yeah. I mean, how many friends do y'all know? that pay the same bills we have, except for they don't get to write it off mm-hmm. in their income. My yeah. buddy's a UPS driver and <laughs> he doesn't get any write-offs. He it's gets, an expense. It's an it's, expense it's tr- every time. Expense. So he makes his $100,000 a year and then he pays his cable bill, his phone bill, everything that I pay, except yeah. for that gets taken off of my 100. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's exactly. cool. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, so you reduce it, uh, just to kind of bring it together. I know we have a lot more, but just to kind of recap, so you'll have a hundred thousand dollar income, yep. and then you buy a truck for fifty thousand, and then you write off all your utilities, and then you write off your miles, and then you write off. So you keep writing stuff off, yeah. and then basically at the end, if you're only left with a thirty thousand dollar income, even though you're probably at like eighty thousand because you didn't pay fifty thousand dollars for that cash, right? Correct. 
So even though it looks like you're at 30, yeah. you're really at 80. But you're taxed. And you only taxed it. Isn't that a little unfair, though? Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, okay, awesome. we're good. We're good. We're supplying housing for all these people. Correct. You know? Yeah. I mean, you could houses. be on either side of the spectrum. You can either yeah. look at it as crazy or you yeah. can hop on board yeah. and jump into a business and start. I mean, we all took the risk. If you can't beat them, join them. Like, let's be <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. We take a risk every day. No one comes home and says, hey, how much money did you make this week? Yeah. I didn't get a paycheck. Yeah. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, get a paycheck yeah, yeah. this week. You guys went to work for 40 yeah. hours and made $800 or whatnot. Yeah. You got yeah, a paycheck yeah. on every Friday or every other Friday. Yeah. I get paid once a month with my rentals. They pay their rent, and then I'm lucky if they're on time. Usually, it's not until the yeah. fifth or the yeah. eighth when I get paid. Yeah, yeah, you always run that risk on a month-to-month basis. Yeah, month-to-month basis. Yeah, you know, it seems like all congressmen own real estate, so those probably won't change. Those these write-offs probably won't change anytime. Oh, they won't so, change. Yeah. 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 Uh, what you got? Gifts and donations. So Ooh. anytime you buy someone. Uh, gift or you donate towards a charity, you can always write that off. Nice. Do you give your realtors gifts for bringing you deals? Uh, I stuff? give my lender, he loves bourbon, so I go to ABC, get nice. him a $100 bourbon sometimes if he lends, lends to me. I do that for yeah. my closing agent. Yeah. <laughs> She's a big drink. Oh, yeah. She drinks <laughs> Dude, I show up in there with a bottle of Jim Beam and she goes crazy. Yeah. She's like, You want to close when? You want to? Oh, I'll do it for you. I'll follow all your stuff. Yeah. I'll show up on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right, all right. So, nice. Oh, unless you have some No, no, no. I think that's good. So, I got the Augusta Rules section 280A. Y'all probably don't even know what this is. Oh, what is this? Oh, what is this, Daryl? It, it allows homeowners to rent their home for oh, up to for 14 to days oh, per year yeah. without reporting on your personal income tax. Have you done that? Uh, I have, yes. That's, that's no new, way. right? That's yeah. new, right? Uh, it's not that new. I, I think it's been out for four or five years now. Oh, okay. Yeah, to where you can actually rent your house to your business for yeah. 14 days in a year as a off a meeting or so forth and you uh, just hold a little meeting at, like kind of like what we're doing at your yeah, house right now yeah. all these videos that we're recording yeah you could write these as am, us renting it here wait so you're paying yourself from your company right Correct. so this yeah. house right now is a 200 dollars a night Stay. Well, how do you determine and that number, the two hundred dollar? It's so just kind of that's really up, up to you. To you you okay. can yeah. yeah, you can pick whichever it has to be value. Now it has yeah. to be reasonable. Right. You can't if the Airbnbs and the, and the hotels are charging two hundred bucks a night. You can't be charging four hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you got fourteen days an entire year to write off yeah. on your house. But then you get taxed on that. No, you don't. So you, you get don't. Taxed. You do not have to write it, report it on your personal income. Tax. Really? Otherwise, it'd be a net. Correct. Yeah, yeah. You have to like do not just getting it somewhere else. Yeah, you do not have to report on your personal income tax, your individual income tax. Right. Pretty interesting, right? Three hundred dollars a night. Yeah. So I, I would say that this is easily a four or five thousand dollar write off for you for yeah. us recording here. Yeah. And that's one hundred percent legal. Yeah, I have heard it. Yeah, I've heard that on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on our TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, Are you so out? I, I'm, I'll go through I'm, the rest I'm, of mine real quick. I'm out. You yeah. You're out? I'm yes. out. <laughs> I'll watch it. Me and Daryl will battle that. Okay. So I got phone bills. Any any phone calls you're doing with your business phone? AT&T, Verizon, you can write that. You just stole that from Corey. It's okay. Oh, did you say that? Yeah. You said phone bills? You're so smart. Yeah, yeah. You said utility. No, no. You said utility. I said cell phone. All right. I'll switch mine. 
Yeah. Any type of marketing you do if you're sending mail. I said that. I said that. No. <laughs> any type of marketing, any type of That's a good one. any systems you're buying, okay. yep. you could write that off. Ah, so I would say apparel. You can write off a panel yes. so you can get your logos <laughs> on all of your clothing, your sweatshirts, your everything. Yeah. And you can write that off because it's self-marketing. Yeah. You're walking around and you're in Lowe's every day. Guess what? I can't tell you how many people ask me what I do just because it says we buy houses on yeah. the back of my shirt. You're really good about that. Yeah. So it's yeah. little and, things like that. I mean, you're going to buy sweaters. You're gonna buy, and and the, the nice thing about that is like there's so many... Uh, websites out there with good brands. Good brands, yeah. Because yeah. I don't I like wearing your brand traditional loyalty, like, crap. I like yeah. to wear a Under Armour or Nike or something like yeah. that. And I just put my logos on the back. And usually it's priced just about the same. It's just about the same. <laughs> You're going to buy it anyways, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Why not have your logo so, on it? And if it's comfortable and you like to wear it every yeah. day, you're going to basically self-brand yourself. Yeah. And now yeah. you're marketing everywhere you go. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, Dylan? Come on. LLC formations. Anything you put towards LLC, the, okay. the $400, but it's $400 renewal fee or yep. something like that. Or And I'll also add in there any accountant bills yep. when you have them do your tax preparing or profit nice. loss statements. Yeah. So I got insurance. You can write off your in umbrella uh, we insurance. We already said no, that. No, so he said car insurance and those. I'm talking about uh, umbrella. Oh, what do you think, Carlos? I said, yeah, I said property taxes and okay. insurance. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, but okay. Okay, okay. okay. No, we'll give it to you. So your <laughs> umbrella policy that you have on your rentals, your construction yeah. company, all of that, that's a write off as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys, let's see if I, I just been winging else. it. I got nothing else. <laughs> you can write off this speaker because we're using it towards business. Speaker. Hey, he's nah. digging. He's digging deep now. <laughs> Take it away. So this table, when I refinish it. <laughs> all right, but. Well, I got nothing else. So. Yeah, so that's all. A lot of the write-offs. There's probably a ton more that we can't think about. Are you um, kidding me? There's a million yeah. more. I mean, yeah. the tax code is what 300 pages. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and the crazy thing is, people don't understand it. But the tax book, no one has ever read it. Like, let's be real. 99% yeah. of people yeah. have never read it. Only three to like 10 pages are on what you can't do and all these things. Yeah. All the rest is telling you what to do. To, to get more pay. write-offs, yeah, to yeah, not pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, people don't understand that. Yeah, and it's it's it's, it's, it's really fun to like really start diving into like the interesting things that people actually do. And I'd love to have a, a CPA on this, like yeah, I know, I was thinking that because yeah, like cool. we we hear about these people that like go out and buy jets, yes, right? yeah. And it's like, Greg do you really need <laughs> to yeah. buy jets? Chris Crow. Well, Chris for, Crow, yeah. for his business. It's necessary, yeah. yep. right? He is traveling nationally from state to state yeah. and sometimes on the fly in order to get to those. Bits. So, like, you might need to make improvements to your life, a necessary improvement. A jet is like a car for us because yeah. me and you get leads in South Chesterfield or Richmond and we got to drive. drive 30 minutes. He gets a lead in Florida and he flies from Virginia to Florida yeah. the next night. Exactly. Same and, thing. And, and it, same thing goes with Bigger like scale. holding meetings, right? Like, that was something else that we didn't really. So having like having meetings and paying for those meetings, yeah. like you do have that expense. Yeah. So yeah. can you host meetings on your deck? Can you host meetings yeah. on your personal boat? We didn't even talk personal, about like, food. Like yeah, meals, 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 and meals and entertainment. Yeah, meals and meals and entertainment. That's right. Really? Yeah, I know we meet up often. often I, yeah. It's always every on our business card. Yeah. Yeah. 
like card roulette. <laughs> this time. Yeah. No, but yeah, it it, it does get it, it's not as boring yeah. as what it is. It's it's really interesting once you like yeah. dive into like things that you can write off and then the improvements to your life just based on business necessities yeah. that are usually required for it anyways. And helping people. I can't tell you how many times I bring my guys lunch or dinner that's yeah. working on my properties. Yeah. And dude, they go crazy over that. And yeah. it's just a simple deed and it was a write-off. Yeah. <laughs> like I, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I did it for a write-off, but at the end of the day, it benefited me. Of course. And it didn't cost yeah. me $50. Yeah. It cost yeah. me $50 now, but I'm going to get it back, yeah. a percentage back. Yeah. Least. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've done that with, you mentioned uh, bourbon. You mentioned yeah. gifts here. Like, I've bought my guys uh, tools. Yeah. Same. Oh, I've done that too. Super stoked. So yeah, they get yeah. super stoked. You buy them tools, they become more efficient. Yes. They love that you gave them that gift. It's yep. right off at the same time. I mean, there's like so many benefits to it. And, and the, the purpose of all that, in my opinion, is for you to continue to do strong, better, and better, yeah. more, better improved business, right? Yeah. So you make more money so that you continue to do more business, employ more people, yep. put out more houses. Like, it really is just there to encourage for us yeah. to do more. The way the tax code is written and set up, it's meant for you to help more people. And yes. guess what? You get a benefit from helping them. Exactly. Not only did you feel good about doing it, but now you get something that benefits you on the back end. Yeah. yeah. I mean, our society's so. kind of set up on that. So, yeah. That's so, cool. reach out to your accountant. Your accountant probably won't be up front and tell you all this. So, you so kind of have to reach out, at least with mine. I have Same. to bring up all these. They won't be like, okay, are you writing this off? Are you writing this off? Are you Unless you're paying a lot. Unless you're paying a lot, so yeah, yeah. definitely stay up to date on the things you can write off and can't write off, and then if you have any questions, then ask your accountant, but yes. it's hard to find one that will just... Openly I mean, tell you, yeah. hey, did you do this this year, or hey, did you do this this year? Like, I had to tell my accountant yeah, that we bought too. a new vehicle this year, because I told him that, but then I had to bring him a closing statement yeah, and yeah. everything when we purchase, or purchase statement, and show him everything that we bought. I, I think we probably get more from like the conversations that we have. We do, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, did you do this? Did, did Augusta? Like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, fuck. yeah, I need to write this thing. I need, off, to, right? I need like, to tell my accountant, that, and yeah, that's why. Yeah, because my accountant would never bring that up. Yeah, yeah. 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 same. My accountant never brings any of this stuff up. Yeah, I'm the one that brings it to him. Hey, I spent this on food and conferences. Hey, I spent this on airline yeah. tickets to get to the conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. these are things he wouldn't know about unless we told him. Yeah, exactly. So. All right, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, comment. If you have any questions or anything that you want us to talk about, put that in the comments as well, and we'll bring it up as a topic. Um, I know tax strategies can be boring, but they are very important. So this is Generation H! H. Oh. <laughs>